everyone. Welcome to the Praying Teacher Podcast. This is a safe space for teachers and aspiring teachers to come and feel renewed, challenged, and encouraged through biblical practices. I'm your host, Brittany, and I cannot wait for you to join me on this journey. Well, hello. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of The Praying Teacher, The Praying Teacher Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany, and I'm so excited for today's teaching because it is going to lay the foundation and definition of what is required and expected of a teacher in God's eyes. So I've titled this podcast, What Does It Mean to Be Called to Teach?, So before we get into all the fun stuff about this episode, I do want to start off this episode and every episode with prayer. And I just think it's so vital to invite the Holy Spirit into our conversations. So that is what we're going to do. So if you will just join me quickly for a prayer. Heavenly Father, we are just so in awe of who you are, Lord. And... I just thank you for each and every person listening to this episode. I thank you for this dream that you have stirred in my heart to now come into fruition. You are just so, so good. And Holy Spirit, we welcome you into this conversation. Would you touch every single heart that is listening to this in some way, shape, or form, Lord, that the people listening, myself included, will leave this episode feeling encouraged, feeling renewed, feeling restored, feeling challenged, Lord, um, feeling better than, than how they felt coming into this podcast. And Lord, would you just keep my heart humble? Would you allow me to speak out of a place of vulnerability and trust that you will lead this conversation where it is supposed to go, Lord? We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, so hi, you might know me, you might not, (laughs) but my name is Brittany. Some quick facts about me. I am a third year teacher, which honestly, when this podcast is being recorded, I feel, well, I'm going into my third year, but I have not had a normal two years yet, like at all because of COVID, obviously. And I hope, I don't know, I don't know with podcasts, like if they block using work of it. Okay, if they do, then I'll just say what happened in the world, you know. So with that being said, I feel like I'm like just praying. I'm like, Lord, I just want a normal year. And I know that's most of you. If you're a teacher listening, you were just praying for a normal year this year. But um, I am 26 years old. I am turning 27 soon. And I'm just like, man, I don't like birthdays anymore. They were fun. Like, you know, when you turn 21, 22, but then I felt like when it hit like 23, I'm like, okay, like this can stop, you know, like we don't have to go any further. And if you're older than me and you're listening to this and shaking your head in annoyance, I'm sorry. Okay. So anyway, yes, I'm 26. I am originally from Colorado. I was born and raised there. And I moved to the Northern Virginia area in 2013. I went to a community college for my first two years. At the time, I didn't really know what I was going to do, so I decided to go there. And then I went to university in my next two years. And 
the first two years of my career, I was teaching fifth grade, which as a new teacher, I don't know, some of you might sign up for fifth grade. I just knew wherever the Lord put me, that's where he wanted me. So I applied for a job. They said it was for fifth grade. And I'm like, okay, yes. Like apparently this is where the Lord is leading me. (laughs) And I loved it. It was super scary though, um, because they are approaching the teen years. So, but no, all jokes aside, it was really fun. But this year, going into my third year of teaching, I'm going to be teaching second grade. And it's kind of been a whirlwind. I last minute, I applied to a different county, a different school. Obviously, now I'm teaching a different grade. So it's a lot of change happening, but I'm so, so excited to see what God has in store. And I finally, I don't know, I just feel like I'm a puzzle piece being fit into, like I'm the last puzzle piece of the puzzle and I'm being fit into this grand picture. (laughs) It's not like so dramatic. I think it is, but that's how I feel inside, like emotionally, just about all this change. I'm so, so excited. I am honestly like a creative at heart, not in the sense of like, when you think of teaching, like teachers that are so like creative and like paper mache and all stuff, like I'm not good at that, but media wise and I am obsessed with YouTube I love YouTube I had a YouTube channel I still have one but I haven't posted in a long time but I felt a calling on my heart to just reach other teachers like and we'll dive into this more as the episodes go but I my first year just felt so alone and I'm not you know if you know me in real life like I'm not trying to I don't know make you feel bad that you didn't do more for me or anything like that. I'm just saying like spiritually, like it was very, very challenging. And I know a lot of first year teachers feel that way. And so I wish, I wish I just had something like this that can get me along through those hard days or those hard weeks or those hard months or semesters. And so I was looking for something like this and I couldn't find anything. And so I'm like, okay, Lord, like, you know, I don't know why I couldn't do a podcast. Like, why not? I'm just an ordinary person, but I have you, like I have the Lord and that's all I need, right? So if you have a calling on your heart to do something, just do it because the Lord will totally lead you and he'll give you everything that you need. But that's just my spiel. Anyway, I have a dog named Boa. He is a mini golden doodle. He will be four. Oh, will he be four or will he be five? Yeah, he'll be four on Christmas. He's a Christmas dog. And then I have a husband named Jason and he is 31. He was born and raised in Virginia. He's awesome. I love him so much. He's great. So for every episode, kind of how it's going to go is I'll do an introduction. I'll dive into prayer right away. And then I will dive into the scriptures. So today's scriptures comes from the book of James, chapter 3, verse 1 through 5. And I'm reading from the NIV version. So if you have your Bible app, you can open it up. If you have your Bible, do that as well. Whatever version you want. Mine is just coming from NIV, so it might sound a little different than yours. And it says, this is about taming the tongue, starting at first one. So not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal or take the ships as an example. 
Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what is a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. Boy, oh boy, do I have to chuckle a little bit or laugh, chuckle. I don't know why I use the word chuckle, but when reading that, because as a teacher and even as a parent, if you're a parent listening to this, we all have those moments of shoot. Um, I should have said that, especially when you teach older students like myself these past two years. When starting my teaching career, to be honest, this verse really caught my heart's attention. To give you a little background on myself a little more, I always knew I wanted to be a teacher ever since I could remember. I went to college and I got my bachelor's in education, but when I was in college, I started a YouTube channel, like I mentioned earlier, which then sparked my love for videography. And at the time, I was working as a receptionist at a local salon. Shout out to you, you know who you are. And I simply asked if I could start managing their social media and do video for the business. My boss, as awesome as she was, said yes, and that was that. However, we had already dabbled with professional videography, and so I started joining Jason in filming weddings. We started our own videography business and loved every minute of it. We'll still do it on the side. We just love it. It's so much fun. Um, But I ended up graduating and still worked as a videographer and social media manager for about another year. So when I graduated high school, I took a gap year. I didn't know what I wanted to do at that point, just with some family stuff going on. Took a gap year, then went to a community college, then transferred to university. And now, after I graduated, I took another year to still work at the, in the position that I was in. So during that time though, my heart was torn between career paths. I loved teaching and I loved video. I loved them both. And in pondering my decision, I would always come back to this verse. And I'm a strong believer that unless you are 150% sure that you want to be an educator, then you should not do it. Like period. Like if you are not like Sure, 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 a hundred times a million. <laughs> um, you shouldn't do it. And some of you might be laughing because you're like, yo, I doubt, like, I doubt that I should be doing this career, like, every day. What are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, I feel you too. I mean, I think we all, as teachers, have those moments of, like, Lord, like, do you really want me here? Like, have you really called me to do this? I feel you. But when you're in that quiet place with the Lord and you're still questioning it, I, I don't know, pray about it, but to me, I'm like, you should not do it unless you are a hundred and bajillion times percent sure. Because being a teacher, you can either change a life or you can break a life. Like, it's serious. To me, there are only a few professions, and I know this is bold, but there are only a few professions that are more serious than teaching. I know it's a bold statement, that is my opinion. You may agree, you may disagree. But yeah, when I felt like my heart was ready, that is when I applied to my local county and put everything in God's hands. And going back to that verse, I just felt so convicted because I knew that if I chose to teach, 
I would one day, and I still will be, held accountable for every word that came out of my mouth. And that's for, that's for all of us. Like, that's for all Christians. That's for every human. Like, we are, we are going to be facing the Lord, and we are going to be held accountable. Um, but as a teacher, like we just read, it said that we're more accountable, right? If you personally struggle with holding your tongue, because these words were about taming the tongue, right? And watching the things that you say, I would encourage you to lay your struggle at the Lord's feet and just seek him. I don't know why. I don't know. I just said that because I just felt like maybe some of you need to hear that. But whatever struggle you have, Taming the tongue, I know, is a very hard one for many Christians. Like, just because we're Christian does not mean we're immune to gossip, does not mean we're immune to venting. You know, like, everyone has to vent. Gossip's still a sin. We shouldn't do it, but I'm not saying that we don't struggle with it. We're human, right? Anyway, tangent. But when I was finally, when I finally put it in God's hands, that is when he opened the floodgates. And I'm talking floodgates and pushing me into a teaching position. I remember that I had decided to try and substitute on my days off. So currently I was still working at the salon and on my days off, I'm like, you know, like I'll just kind of get my foot in the door and I'll substitute on my days off. I went to the substitute training and I talked to the speaker who had actually he was in charge. He was, he worked for HR. was in charge of the hiring process for the County. And he had looked over my credentials and looked at me and said, you're degreed to teach. Do you want a job? And I said, uh, like very caught off guard. I was just like, yeah, <laughs> that'd be amazing. You know, like just so like taken back because I'm like, well, like a lot of processing had to happen in like 30 seconds probably less than that. And two days later, he got me an interview and I got the job. And two days after that, they had come, they had me come to meet the teacher night. Granted, I still had my other job at this point and still had to tell my current boss, like, oh my gosh, so much was happening in such a short time span. I did not have time to process like anything. (laughs) On top of me getting hired so fast, which is like, awesome, praise the Lord, that's great. The school year had already started, actually. So this was in September. The school year had already started in the beginning of August. Like, you know, you have the new teacher training at the beginning of the year. Then you have teacher work week. Like, I didn't get any of that. So I was literally just thrown into the water and was told to swim. Yeah, (laughs) there was a long-term sub in my position. She was really nice. But that was the situation that I was walking into. And so I'd asked them to give me two weeks because I felt like that was what I owed my current employer. And after that, I was in the classroom teaching more like getting eaten alive <laughs> for the first couple of weeks, really, to be honest. Those students did not show me mercy. Let me tell you, they did not. And all this to say, God will put you where you are supposed to be, but you have to take the first step. Just like anything else, just like this podcast, like this is me taking the first step and giving everything to the Lord. And my hope and prayer is that you and I can walk through the good, the bad, the ugly, and all the above of teaching together. You know, I am not your Pinterest perfect teacher who has it all together. I 
I joke with Jason all the time because I am a person of extreme. So I am type A, but then there's like stuff I'm like definitely not like I should be way better at with organizations, all this stuff. I'm trying, I'm trying to grow in areas. Let's just say that like we all are, right? But I don't have it all together. I'm not a perfect teacher. I'm not going to go on here and just act like I know it all and I've been through it all and yada, yada, yada. Will I be confident in the things that the Lord has given me and just my natural abilities? Yes, of course. Don't ever be apologetic for the person, for the child that God has created you to be. Like you are God's child. Through him, you find your identity. So never apologize for who he has made you to be because we are all so uniquely different. And there's a reason for that. Like we don't need all the same people. And as a teacher, you know, I'm going to talk about comparison later in episodes, but man, it is hard not to compare yourself, at least for me. I don't know about you guys, to other teachers and what they're doing and what you're not, or feeling like, oh man, like I wish I was more bubbly or I wish you know, I didn't come off as such a nagging person or, you know, whatever, or I wish I wasn't as friendly because people don't take me serious or, you know, I'm too nice. Okay. Don't apologize for the person that God has created you to be ever. Like that is the enemy. If you feel any guilt in that way, rebuke it right away and put the devil in his place because you should not feel bad or guilty. Of course, there is our flesh and we will always battle the flesh until we meet the Lord in heaven. Of course, we have to battle our flesh. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the unique, beautifully and wonderfully made person you are because of God. He is a creator and you are his creation. That is what I'm talking about. So still be convicted, still challenge yourself to kill your flesh, like kill it. (laughs) but don't apologize for who you are. But teaching is hard. Teaching is messy. Our jobs as teachers can feel like it is never ending. And guess what teachers, our to-do list will always be there. It will always be a running list. Okay, go home, just go home. Like you could literally work 24 hours in a day and there will still be stuff on your list that you forgot. So that's just encouragement. Just leave the list. Like whatever cutoff time that you have set for yourself. Well, first off, set boundaries for yourself. Set a cutoff time and leave. Like unless it's an emergency and you're really like the first year is different because you're like, oh, you are you are you are in a deep hole and you are just trying to survive. I get it. Sometimes you have to take your stuff home, but just try to set boundaries for yourself because you will need that for your mental health and your spiritual health. But if you have chose this profession, you are a Christian, you know this is where you're supposed to be, guess what? This is your mission field. This is your mission field and this is the place where your heart longs to see the kingdom of God come down. This is the place where God's heart longs to see his kingdom come down. Is in public school, is in private school, is in a charter school, is in a homeschool environment. This is where he longs to see his kingdom come down. And um, let's do this together. Let's grow together. Let's cry together. Let's laugh together. I pray that you will leave every episode feeling challenged yet encouraged 
I pray that our Heavenly Father's angels go before you and go behind you and with you wherever your feet step. I declare the blessing upon you and your family and that you will be given great favor in your school home, county, and classroom. Lord, let the little and big minds being taught experience true satisfaction, joy, and peace through your presence, God. Let their hearts and their minds be opened and filled with life, that they would have been given your mighty confidence and knowing that they are unique and beautifully and wonderfully made, and that they can do and be anything that their heart desires in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, this wraps up the very first episode of the Praying Teacher Podcast. Thank you guys so, so much just um, for being here, for listening, for supporting, for, you know, crying if that's what you had to do, or just, just being here. Really, I just thank you so much. I know I can't see any of you, and I'm really just talking to a microphone <laughs> in person, but I know on the other side that I'm making connections with you guys. And I don't know if you would like to like, please leave a comment in the podcasting section below. That would be so wonderful. And it would help get this podcast out to more people. If you love this podcast, you really enjoyed it um, and find it encouraging, please, please share it. I know it sounds so annoying. I hate even asking that, like share this podcast. Like I, it drives me nuts when influencers do that, but I get it now, like being on this end. I'm just trying to do what the Lord has called me to do, and that is to reach as many people as possible with this podcast. So if you wouldn't mind, you feel gung-ho about it, share it with a friend, share it on social media. Um, Again, write something in the comment section, and it will get out to more people. When stuff is shared, when stuff is posted on, the algorithm changes and it will push our podcast to the top. So when people search, like I was Christian teaching podcast and couldn't find one, <laughs> this will pop up for them now. And now there'll be a resource for so many other teachers. Oh, and also you can rate the podcast, uh, which is kind of scary. I'm like, y'all, no one wants bad ratings. <laughs> Everyone wants good ratings, right? But yes, you can rate the podcast. So if you love it, go rate it. I wish I would have had this my first year just going into teaching because it's a lot. If you would like to, if you're like a social media person, I have Instagram. Um, My Instagram is just Brittany underscore Weiss with the W, but I do have it under private. So if you would like to follow me, if you're coming from the podcast, I would love to have you on my Instagram. Just send me a message saying that you're coming from the podcast, you know, Tell me some stuff about you, some fun stuff, and I will add you. But yes, thank you guys again so, so much. I love you. I love being here, and I'm so pumped for the next episode coming out. We will have some amazing guests coming on to the podcast eventually. Some wonderful women in my life that have just poured into me and into my career. They are strong women of God and they are teachers, which is like the best of both worlds, right? And, you know, we don't have any men planned for the podcast yet. I did reach out to one teacher, um, but I have not heard back from him. But come on, men, if you want to be on this podcast, I'm here for it. And I'm sure the audience is as well. Audience, if you know any Christian men that like have an 
awesome story, you know, some crazy story or whatever. I'd love to have them on the podcast as well. I am always down for a good story (laughs) and just an impactful story. So yeah, I am just so, so excited to see what the Lord is going to do through this podcast because I know that he has big plans for you guys and for the podcast. All of you guys go in peace to love and serve the Lord. And I will talk to you guys soon.